Broadcasting from deep within Angel Stadium, this is Angler Chronicles. Good morning, Southern California. From Joshua Tree to Dutch Harbor, from the Canadian wilderness to the Amazon jungle. Buckle up, because it's going to be wall-to-wall action on Angler Chronicles. Angler Chronicles is brought to you by Turner's Outdoorsman, California's fishing, hunting, and shooting headquarters since 1971. Van Warmer Resorts, Hotel Palmas de Cortez, and Hotel Playa del Sol. Fishing Syndicate Quality Custom Rods, get syndicated. Carne de Teresa, providing quality, handmade, marinated meats. Owner Hooks, perfection in hooks. Lake Elsinore, the city of Dream Extreme. And Bite on Fishing, where your next catch is only a castaway. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another installment of Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio and the Angels Radio app. How's everybody doing today? Nobody answered because I'm all alone here. So without further ado, we can go to Mr. Steve Carson, Fishing Pin Universities. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Ron. I have only one question. What happens when Sergio finally does come back? Who is going to sit where? Well, this is his chair. I'm just keeping it warm for him. You know, um, the king always has to sit at the head of the table. So um, I don't know. Maybe we'll get somebody. um, You know, he did make me the uh, minister of defense, so maybe I'll have a coup. Who knows? But, um, (laughs) you know, it it could happen, but I doubt it. Um, But anyways, also... On the line, we have our resident earthworm, and he's still hanging around the 20-foot level. Um, I don't know what it's going to take for him to uh, get out of there, but good morning, Andrew. Good morning, Ron. Good morning, everybody. And, of course, the aforementioned king, emperor, whatever you want to call him. I call him my friend and my partner. Good morning, Sergio. Good Good morning, everybody, and good morning, Southern California, Ron, uh, Steve, and um, and Earthworm. Hey, I guess we're missing Mia, huh? Yeah, he, he, he was supposed to in. be here, but he's not here, so. Must be a crow this time, chirping too loud last night. Uh, I think Andrew <laughs> re- rehooked him up with some uh, Blue Jays and kept him up all night. <laughs> you know, it's funny, he's probably uh, up here it? with me. I just, I haven't seen yeah, him. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, uh, when I get back, I'll sit in my chair. How's that? And everything will be good. The special chair with a little booster so I can reach. How's that? Ooh, so, and the little block so your feet don't dangle. And yeah, it's pretty cool. See, see, see. <laughs> you know, it's all good. Anyway, um, uh, great, uh, great to be with everybody. And yeah, I'll be back soon. I mean, I mean, I'm okay. So you know, for our listeners, just let you know, um, it's just those cold mornings hurt. Okay, so. Um, as soon as I'm 100, percent I'll be in there, and uh, it'll be, everything will be good. But we're all good, getting ready for the for the season. You know, yeah. uh, we just got through with the uh, Bart Hall show. Um, it was a lot of fun seeing a lot of people, and now we're prepping uh, for the PCS show, which Angler Chronicles will be at. We'll have a booth. Please come by. Come sit and you know we have a lot of couches and TVs and. Uh, it's a great place to come by, rest your feet, and say hello. Okay, so that's the type of season we've got going right now. But um, there's still a lot of excitement in the air because I keep seeing 
all these fish coming out of Palmdale, Fin and Feather. Okay, so can we go to the earthworm and start talking to freshwater because some of these lightnings are huge. Okay, so uh, Andrew, take it away. Yeah, definitely. So I guess we can start there at Palmdale, Fin and Feather. And you're right, Sergio, these lightnings are huge. Yesterday, uh, I was on a uh, I was on a trip out there uh, with a few friends, and uh, we found one. And this fish just happened to be the biggest lightning caught this season, and I believe it was the biggest lightning caught of last season as well. This monster went ten point two pounds on my digital scale. Uh, remember, this is IGFA certified, uh, so everything's legit on the scale. Also, I pulled out my IGFA measuring device to measure this thing. And it was 25 and a half inches long, but its girth was 18.6 inches all the way around. So this thing was, it was just a solid trout, full tail, nice looking face. It didn't have that weird hook jaw that some of these lightnings get, but that's just the quality that's in, that's in this lake. And the crazy thing is, is there was no stock this week. So those fish have been in there since the opener, January 12th, when they stocked them. Um, so they've been in there for about three and a half weeks cruising around. And where we found them yesterday, uh, we're in about 22 to 23 feet of water, uh, pretty much close to the middle of the lake or mid-lake. Um, we were looking for bass out there, uh, but apparently, you know, that's where the trout are heading. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Palmdale's been just spectacular. I mean, every time I've been there, it's been a limit. Uh, everyone I go with has always been a limit. It doesn't matter if it's stocked or not. They, that's so far, they've stocked 20,000 pounds of fish in. Uh, next week, it's going to be another uh, 5,000 pounds. But I would say, on average, I don't even think a third of those fish have been caught yet. So they're just around that person. Uh, Finn and Feather is still accepting uh, memberships. Uh, they have some available. Um, so definitely give them a call up uh, at the office. If, uh, if you want to go to lake, they'll drive you around on, your side by, on the side-by-side -side, uh, to check everything out. But just... I mean, the fishing is just phenomenal. On top of that, during duck season uh, or waterfowl, you can waterfowl hunt every Wednesday, Sunday. Um, they also have a, a storage for your boat, storage for your trailer as additional cost. And on top of that, every Sunday, you can go trap shooting. So there's many, many things to do up there at Palmdale Fin and Feather. Uh, I mean, that's kind of where uh, uh, the Rip Eye was born and Team Fantastic. So two great things. Yeah. You know, and, and, and along those lines, I just want to let everybody know that we just sent the episode to Danny for final touches. So hopefully, Super Bowl Sunday, we'll have the brand new episode of Anger Chronicles at Finn and Feather. We just we were just there for the opener, and we're hoping to put this on the air very very fast. We want to let people know how good the fishing is there. Okay, and so we want to feature it. When to get people there, um, it really is a lot of fun. And the way we did it, because, you know, we're not close. So we actually did what we call staycation fishing, <laughs> okay? We, we got there. We stayed at the uh, the hotel there. We'll show you the hotel the whole bit. The other thing I loved about it is there's uh, Turner's Outdoorsman in Palmdale. And we had I had to run over there and pick up some stuff last minute, got there, and, and, and made everything happen. So... It's a fantastic place, um, fantastic restaurants. Um, it was just a lot of fun, you know, a lot of fun. Uh, great way to spend the weekend with uh, friends and, and fishing. 
And, um, you know, why don't you share, uh, Andrew, uh, two ways, the two ways that were really, really fruitful, okay, as far as catching fish, your gear, et cetera. So definitely. So I would say the number one way that, that I was catching uh, for the opener was throwing hookup baits, throwing the 116th yellow-white and just, like, vigorously dipping the bait in the bite-on, in the theory, casting out every about five, ten minutes so you're getting this good chum slick going of, like, the bite-on attractant, like, you can, and it was just, I mean, it was just phenomenal. We were not only getting them on the shore, we were getting them on the boat, and it didn't matter where we went, every single spot that we stopped, we at least caught one uh, fish, and, you know, and we all pretty much had our limit both days. I mean, it was just it was just phenomenal fishing. Um, you know, another way that was working uh, was also throwing a, a, a something metal, something you know, the lure, something that spins, reflects gold, reflects silver, uh, anything like that. But an important thing that what I was doing was when I would throw out as far as I could, I would let that bait sink all the way to the bottom. So a great indicator on how to tell that is throw it out reel up just a little bit real quick and then let it sink so you're going to see your line continually pulling out pulling out pulling out and then as soon as it hits the bottom it becomes a loop so you know okay well the line's not pulling anymore it's on the bottom and then from there start your retrieve either with a hookup bait bouncing back and forth or if you're throwing like a panther martin or thomas bland or something along like that uh start retreat you know retrieving real slow but every now and then give it a little twitch Give it a little twitch. To, sometimes those fish like to follow that that lure, and that little twitch makes it makes them think like it's trying to get away, and they come up and ambush, and then they smack it. So it was it was just a phenomenal weekend there. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a great weekend. And the other place we have really good weekends is Lake Elsinore. So why don't you take me to Lake Elsinore? Yeah, so so Lake Elsinore. I mean, same thing. It's just. If you show up with a Mac Bites, just be ready to hold your rod. Don't set it on the boat. Don't set it on the shore because there be, there's going to be something that's going to pull it in. I mean, at Elsinore, we were sitting there on the radio. A guy was out there with Mac Bites, and he came in within, what, 10 minutes of starting, and he, he had a 10-pounder, and he got the Bob McGee uh, Catfish Award. Um, and, and, I mean, there was, there was boats, you know, saying, hey, we caught so many fish, we were – we had to release. We were releasing constantly. You know, everyone on the boat could have had limits of catfish. The wiper were biting. Uh, the carp were biting. I mean, everything, what's cool about Elsinore is you could pretty much use one bait and catch all the species in the lake. You have a good chance because they all eat the same thing. So, for instance, if you throw a piece of mac bite out there, you know, look for structure, obviously. Throw a piece out, you have a chance of catching uh, not only just a catfish, a carp, a wiper, a bass, or even a crappie on the same piece of bait. So, I mean, it's just it's just a phenomenal fishery over there. Um, I know they just had a, a stock a few weeks ago. Um, you know, things are, are, are looking really good at Elsinore as far as fishing-wise. Um, I mean, they got boat rentals. I mean, it's just, and plus, look at Launch Point. I mean, how many millions of dollars did they put in that place? So it's like it's a whole destination place. Um, you know, what we always say is, is how awesome is it to see that the entire city is involved, the, the city leaders are involved. And it's like, and if they live there, they treat it like it's their home. And if you haven't experienced Lake Elsinore, I highly recommend it. 
Yeah, and, and let me add something to that. Um, I want everybody to pay attention, and I want you to save the date, okay? The weekend of of uh, May 18th, okay? That's going to be the 11th annual Dream Extreme Fishing Derby. So this year's derby will be on that date. I know that they're putting the final touches of planning. There's going to be some changes. There's going to be a lot of improvements. This is going to be a fantastic derby. Again, um, the weekend of the 18th of May, I want everybody to put aside until the final details come out. But it is happening, okay? And the Angler Chronicles will be there for the weigh-in. We'll be there to film it. Um, we're going to MC it. we have a great time. It'll just be amazing, okay? So maybe um, I just hang on tonight, and uh, it's going to be great. Hopefully we'll hear from Jonathan. Maybe you can call in and uh, give us more more details. If not, we'll, we'll get more information as the weeks go on. Okay, but um, definitely, definitely, it's going to be epic. Okay, because once again, the dirty. Okay, guys, we gotta. We've already burned through the first segment pretty quick. You know, this is take a break here. This is Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio and the Angels Radio app. We'll be right back. You may not know why. Come on, people now. Smile on your brother, everybody. Angels Radio. AMA 30. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing in Dana Point Harbor. Come check them out. Trips for anglers of all levels depart daily and kids fish free every Sunday. Enjoy clean vessels, full galleys, and friendly expert captains and crew. Everything you need for a great day of fishing for everyone, including a fleet of private charters. The Dana Wharf Kids Club is the coolest club of the sea, featuring free fishing trips, whale watching adventures, and more. Check them out on the web for daily deals, including the famous Half Price Tuesday. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing, number one angler's choice since 1971. That's Dana Wharf Sport Fishing and Whale Watching, located at 34675 Golden Lantern in Dana Point. You can contact them by phone at 949-496-5794 or on the web at danawharf.com. Daily adventures, lifelong memories, established 1971. Stay connected and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Lake Elsinore is the action sports capital of the world. Stocked regularly with bass, catfish, crappie, and more. Lake Elsinore is the largest natural freshwater lake in Southern California and the destination for fishing. Whether you're looking for an extreme outdoor experience or a relaxing morning sunrise, start your next adventure in Lake Elsinore and stay at the new fully renovated campground, Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Find us online to follow all the action. The 2024 Pacific Coast Sport Fishing Show, the biggest PCS show ever. Now using the entire seven halls at the Orange County Fair and Event Center, March 7th through the 10th, exhibits, boats, and early season discounts. The PCS Show, with a huge lineup of seminars with the most knowledgeable and experienced pros in the business. Learn to make your time on the water more productive than ever. March 7th through the 10th at the OC Fair and Event Center. Angels Radio. AM 830. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Angel Chronicles on Angels Radio and the Angels Radio app. 
Um, you know, as you were talking about Lake Elsinore, no, none other than go ahead and cue up Jonathan Oliver Skinner will give us the updates. Good morning, Jonathan. Good morning, Ron. How are you doing today? I woke up today. It's a great day. <laughs> Good morning, Sergio and Earthworm and, and Steve Carson. Love Good morning. Posting. Uh, anytime something, you talk about something, you post something immediately. So that is so cool. Um, I'm actually getting dressed to uh, go up and meet a buddy and go fishing at my favorite lake, which is Lake Elsinore. Uh, the fish have been biting. Um, I posted a, a little... Um, video put together from yesterday went out yesterday morning and um my buddy dave bertoldo was able to uh snag a beautiful uh wiper you know we put those wipers in a, a couple years ago and they are getting really really huge and then um also um before i left he caught a 7.52 uh pound catfish a beautiful beautiful uh cat and it wasn't one that we had recently stocked, as uh, Andrew mentioned, we, we did some stocking uh, two weeks ago, and we're going to be doing stocking every month until the open, not the open, excuse me, the, the 11th annual Dream Extreme Fishing Beer Dirty on uh, May 18th. Well, that's that's really cool. Um, I'm glad we've got a date. Um, how about phone numbers and all that stuff that we can get out? Uh, I'm going to be putting the schedule out, and I'm going to add that on there. Yeah, so we're going to be putting up the the, uh, the information, the schedule, uh, within this next week. You're going to be able to call uh, 951-674-3124, extension 266. Um, you know, this year uh, we have a, a, a new uh, host or sponsor. It's actually going to be the Bob Around the Lake, which is the restaurant that is uh, run by uh, John Alacorn, who is also uh, JT Boat Rentals. Um, if you haven't been to uh, Launch Point and had a chance to eat at the Bobber, I was there on Thursday while it was raining, and he has a, a new cover that he put on the patio. So it's raining, and I'm meeting with uh, a gentleman by the name of Patrick Ellis um, out there. And so it's raining. He has this, this nice cover, and we're having some of his new menu. He has a great, great food over there. So um, they're going to be... Uh, Kind of a, like the lead sponsor for this uh, for this derby, and we're just going through and getting all the information right now. So it'll be coming out here in the next week or so. Okay, cool. Um, Sergio, Jonathan, kind of ran through what the dates and stuff. I know he can't hear you, uh, Jonathan, and um, he just ran through the dates and gave us where it's going to be at at launch point this year at the Bobber. So, you have anything to add with that? Yeah, what I'd like to do is get uh, Jonathan into the studio here soon uh, before the Derby and give him another, a whole show dedicated to what's going to go down because this is when it's going to be big. It's going to be a lot of fun. And, um, again, a lot of cash and prizes available. It's just going to be epic. So I know, unfortunately, technology does not let me hear Jonathan, but obviously he can hear me because he called in. So... I'm really looking forward to it. Um, a lot more information will be given out uh, as we get closer to the date. But again, the weekend of May 18th, correct, uh, Ron? Uh, you confirmed? Yes, it is. And it's uh, Jonathan. It's a one day, right? Yeah, we're going to be doing a one day. Um, there's a lot of different events that are going on. There's actually 
a lantern festival that's going on uh, that that evening, uh, which is going to bring okay. a bunch of people to uh, to our downtown area. So we're going to be doing it on May 18th itself. Um, as I mentioned, <laughs> excuse me, that uh, we've been working with William uh, William Johnson, who is uh, been the MC and, and uh, director for many many years. Um, he's got some things that are uh, he's working on, and, and so he's going to be there as, uh, helping us out as an advisor. Um, but we're going to be doing a one day, which is going to be Saturday, May 18th. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Okay, um, <laughs> sir, do you have any questions for Jonathan? I can go ahead and relay it. Uh, he just told us that it's a one day. Um, Jonathan, one thing, can you give us, is there a website that we can go to? Not yet. We're, we're going to have yet. that all this week. Uh, okay. We've been meeting, and I want to thank Sergio. Sergio has, and, and Ron and Tony have been really big helps with this, uh, you know, making sure that, that this 11th annual is going to be really, really good. And so um, we have our, our city team that's uh, really working together on it. Biden's there. Uh, we're getting some other partners. Um, so that information will be coming up this, this next week. We'll have a, a save-the-date uh, kind of uh, information that we're becoming. Okay, cool. Um, anything else that you want to add or anything you want to say uh, going on with the city or do you have any uh, events coming up other than the Dream Extreme? Yeah, you know, we, it's just so much stuff that's going on in the city. You know, we, we have a, a I, I talked about him before, um, Giovanni Warta, who is our special events manager, and he's got a ton of things that are coming up, and, and our regular events are getting, as we say, sprinkled with a little bit more cinnamon. Uh, you know that we, we are building, actually adding on to our city hall, going from 3,000 square feet to 33,000 square feet. So there's a lot of construction on, on Main Street. Uh, the Downtown Merchants Association is doing a, a fantastic job of bringing people downtown. We have the uh, mornings on Main which is on Sundays, which is from 11 to 2, so people can come down. It's like a farmer's market and, and, a, and, a, and a downtown market, uh, so people can come down and, and do those, uh, do shopping down there. have a lot of construction to uh, get us into, you know, the 23rd century um, because we have so many people that are moving, like Tony, that uh, are moving to Lake Elsinore. So there's just so many things that we have going on. Um, a lot of the information is on our website, which is www.lake-elsinore.org. You know, if people want to give me a call, uh, my number is 951-674-3124. The extension is 266. And they can also go to our Facebook and Instagram pages. There's a lot of information of the things that are going on there. And we really appreciate the relationship we have with uh, Angler Chronicles and Python and and, you know, bringing people not only to fish, but also to, to shop and, and live in Lake Elsinore. All right. Thank you very much. It's great information, guys. Save the date. I mean, you can't go wrong. You know, there's how many uh, prizes, and you guys have been there that in the past you've seen the amount of money, the, the great prizes, and I can't wait for it. Well, so. I want to thank you and, and Sergio and everybody for, for, for supporting us. All right, Jonathan, you have a great and wonderful day, and have fun fishing like normal. Oh, always. Take care. Uh, bye. Okay, Andrew, go ahead and finish up. I know that you're uh, in an area where there's a lot of wind, and you want to finish up and sign off. So, 
Yeah, definitely. So I'm actually out here at Mountain Lakes uh, right now. It's uh, one of the biggest, uh, well, it is the big trout stocking of the year. Uh, they stocked uh, 3,000 pounds of Mount Lassen trout uh, yesterday. And uh, I heard that there was multiple big fish uh, in that 8 to 10 pound range put in. So hopefully we'll be lucky and find uh, uh, one of those today. So there's a lot of people here, a lot of people excited to get in, uh, the day use people. So, I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be a fun, uh, a fun day of fishing. Um, but since we are on Derby Talk, um, I do have to cover one actually. So this one's going to be at the 33rd annual Lake Isabella Derby. Uh, this Derby is going to happen on March 23rd through March 25th. So that's a Friday to a Sunday. Uh, they're going to have over $76,000 in cash and prizes. Uh, and also, uh, there's going to be, and there's a little stipulations on this one, there's going to be two fish in there that are going to be tagged, 500 total tagged fish, but two of those fish are going to be worth $10,000 each. Mm-hmm. Imagine catching a trout and you win ten grand. But if you to qualify for the ten grand, for one, you got to be in the derby, and the second thing is you got to buy a derby hat and a derby shirt. If you happen to catch one of those fish and you don't have an official derby hat or derby shirt, uh, it will basically those fish are now worth only five grand. So spend that little extra, you know, twenty bucks, whatever it is, just to, for that extra little stipulation. Because man, that that would really suck to catch that fish and lose out on five grand. But that's not all. So not only is there two fish worth ten grand, there's also two fish. Worth Hold on, Sergio. You guys are talking over each other. So Andrew. Okay, stop, stop, Andrew. Stop, stop Andrew. Andrew. I got to, I got to correct Andrew. Okay, because you said there's one fish. No, there's actually two at ten thousand and two at five thousand. The total of five hundred fish. Okay, uh, from twenty bucks all the way up to ten thousand. But there's two. Okay, I was looking at the poster there. And there's Two fish that are worth ten thousand each, and two fish at five thousand each. Okay, so um, it's double what you were saying. So this is going to be a really, really big event. That's a lot of money just swimming there. Okay, you got two opportunities. So make sure you get by the hat and the shirt. Okay, okay, take it away, Andrew. How to, how to fix that? That's why he's a little Monday round. Every time he takes his head, we got to push him down. Go ahead, Andrew. Finish up, bud. Okay, yeah. So, so yeah. So, not only are there two ten thousand dollar fish, but remember, you got to have a derby hat and a shirt to qualify for those. If you do catch them, then you also have the two five thousand dollar fish in there as well. On top of that, there is another four hundred and ninety six tag trout that are have prizes between the twenty dollars twenty dollars up to ten grand. So there's a whole just. I mean, there's so much money to be made at this derby definitely sign up for it um you know what's cool about lake isabella is you can camp lakeside you know if you find a spot in your trailer whatever it is camp lakeside uh, if you're going to bring your boat remember you do have to get a boating permit and a lot of the local gas stations up there sell those and i think they're about 45 bucks um there is no boat inspection so you don't have to sit there and make sure your boat's dry and do all that other stuff like a lot of these other lakes but you do have to have a boating permit, so make sure you have that. Uh, you can sign up uh, at Kern Valley, uh, KernRiverValley.com. Uh, all the information uh, about the Derby is on there. And again, this is the 33rd annual uh, Lake Isabella Fishing Derby. 
And what's cool about this one is it's not a 40-day derby anymore because they did that for the past couple years because of COVID. Now they returned it back to its original three-day derby. So there's going to be a lot of fish caught. Uh, they're stocking, and, and it's not just 500 fish that they're stocking that are tagged. They're also stocking thousands and thousands of pounds of trout in this lake on top of that. So, I mean, this is going to be just all-out fun fishing for the for those three days. So definitely check it out. But, again, there's a chance to get up to $30,000 within, what, four fish. That's just that's just crazy. Well, I, I imagine... <clears throat> I'm gonna ask yeah, go ahead, Andrew, Andrew um, how would you fish Lake Isabella? So basically, Lake Isabella, um, because they've had, you know, uh, water, water's been fluctuating from shallow to really high to shallow to really high to mid. Um, those fish are kind of been moving around. I don't know if they're going to be established so much in a certain zone. So what I would do is I would definitely, especially on a boat, I would definitely start out with trolling. The reason why I would start with trolling is because I can work, you know, especially if we have two people on the boat, we can work four different trolling lures at a time, meaning that we can put one on lead core and have it really deep. We can have one mid-column, mid one in the upper column, depending on what we're trolling behind the boat. And depending on where we get hit or which one we get hit, that's going to determine what kind of style of fishing so we're going to do. So initially, if, let's just say if we're in 60 feet of water, and and we're getting hit on the on the Rapala that's in that four to six foot range. That tells me, okay, well these fish are up high. So now I can start throwing jigs, you know, and keep it in the higher water column. But if they're like in that fifteen to twenty foot range, uh, then it's going to be a little bit more difficult um, because Lake Isabella does get windy. So I I have a feeling that either trolling is going to be the number one method uh, throughout the weekend, or even drifting. <clears throat> now when I say drifting. Basically, what you do is you come up to an area, have the wind in your face, so you're going to roll your boat up to where you want to go. You're going to turn the boat sideways, have the prop straight, turn your boat sideways, and then from the side of the boat, you're going to send out your bait and weight setup. So that's going to be your Carolina rig. I typically use about a quarter-ounce slider, sometimes even a, even a, a little pinch weights, depending on how deep you are. Um, I'll either throw you know, a, a, a mouse tail on there, power bait, or even an inflated night crawler uh, with a little weight to keep it down, dip it and bite on, and basically all you're going to do is just sit there and drift in your boat and drag over spots. So typically on that setup, again, if you're fishing with two people on your boat, you can run four setups. So on that one, I would have one, you know, let out my line uh, uh, 50 feet, let out my line uh, 60, let out 70 and 80, and then figure out, okay, where are these, which one's going to get bit, Let's say if the 80-foot one gets bit that's out there, that's going to be your more deeper one, per se. So adjust all your other setups to go that distance. And that's also going to be a very effective way uh, to fish Isabella. Okay, cool. Sergio, did you hear all that? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, I got that. That sounded really, really good. We need all that information. Perfect. I'll get, I'll get ready to go. Cool. All right. So, Andrew, what else? Yeah, Is that so that's um, then, I mean, from there, I mean, you have San Ana River Lakes, uh, again, been stocking every week with uh, 5,000 pounds of fish. Uh, this past week, uh, on Friday, um, not yesterday, the week before that, uh, they had uh, those two super trout. One was uh, 23 and a half pounds, the other one was 19 and a half pounds. It's just, I mean, there's just good quality of fish going in there. People are still pulling in lightning. Um, um, you know, a lot, of, a lot of guys will actually send me a message, hey, you know, 
what's the best method for fishing Santa and the River Lakes? I really don't want to show up there the night before. And I want to get there at 3 in the morning. Do you think any spots are open? My advice to them is always this. Go to the bait shop and rent a boat. Okay, the Andrew. Gotta, I say rent a boat. Got to take yep. a break, Andrew. So, you know, All right. so we'll, this is <laughs> Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio and the Angels Radio app. We'll be right back. Ron, these sunglasses are nice. Yes, Sergio. Inferno USA Eyewear, they are great. They were created eight years ago to provide a far superior product with an unbeatable lifetime warranty. You like the burn. Machine billet aluminum frames, extreme wrap style sunglasses, and goggles all in one. They have removable foam inserts, they're polarized, and have polarized transitional lenses available too. The Burn Style is hands down the greatest wind in your face glass ever made. No wind, dirt, or debris in your eyes at up to 100 miles per hour. Simply put, they're awesome. I prefer the Fuel Style frame. They are made from TR90 nylon material that keeps them extremely lightweight and very durable. You won't even realize that you're wearing them. Tons of color options and polarized lenses available. The fuels also keep wind out of your eyes at very high speeds. Inferno USA Eyewear. They're nice sunglasses. No gimmicks, just quality construction and protection for your eyes. Inferno USA. Check them out and get yours at www.infernousa.com. That's www.infernousa.com. Hello, everybody. This is Captain Rick from the 85-foot luxurious sport fisher Ocean Odyssey. Departing from H&M Landing in San Diego, California, Ocean Odyssey is Angler Chronicles' number one choice in San Diego offshore fishing. Whether you are a beginner or a seasoned veteran, Ocean Odyssey is equipped with all your fishing needs. From five-star meals, state-of-the-art electronics, spray-wearing fish hold, and spacious accommodations. Make Ocean Odyssey the number one choice for your next offshore fishing adventure. To make your reservation today, log on to OceanOdysseyFishing.com or call Dina at 619-889-4535. Again, that's OceanOdysseyFishing.com or 619-889-4535. Ocean Odyssey is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. Hi, it's Captain Dave Marciano here. I'm wicked excited to tell you about my new website, AngelicaSeafoods.com, where you can now order fresh local New England seafood shipped overnight right to your door. Go to AngelicaSeafoods.com. Angels Radio. AM830. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio and the Angels Radio app. And as we were getting ready to go, um, I believe uh, Andrew was talking. Are you about done? Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, that's that's pretty much it for freshwater. I mean, get out there and fish. A lot of these lakes are stocking. And, uh, I mean, hold on. Two-pound test, uh, sharp hooks, and always bring a big net. Yeah, I noticed, uh, go back to Santa Ana River Lakes, I noticed our dear friend um, Paul Hansen caught a really nice rain, I mean, uh, uh, lightning trout. Did you see that? Yeah, that was an awesome one. That was pretty yeah, nice. Yeah, they, they it, have some big fish yeah, in that lake. It, it shows that the fish are there, guys, so get out there and fish for them. Sergio, you got yeah, anything? Yeah, definitely. And also, oh. uh, also, Santa Ana River Lakes does have their uh, trout derby coming February 9th uh, to February 10th. 
uh, at 11 a.m. This is a, a 24-hour derby. Um, so basically, you got to have a 24-hour pass to enter on Friday. It's going to start at 5 p.m. Friday. Uh, you got to get the 24-hour pass, and you can fish all the way till 11 a.m. Uh, if you don't want to do the 24-hour pass, you can fish the day pass uh, the next day on Saturday to be in it, but you're only going to get from 6 a.m. to 11. So you're better off fishing out of the 24-hour pass uh, San Andrew Lake. Other than that, guys, uh, I think I'm going to sign out. A lot of people are getting here. The wind's kicking up, so it's going to get loud. Um, but, yeah, that should be it for me. All right. Sergio. Excellent. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I just want to thank Andrew for all the uh, information. Uh, there's a lot going on right now. Freshwater is the place to be. Uh, a lot of great products. I and mean, just remember, uh, bite-on is, is, is something that you got to have. Uh, the hookup baits are really also really, really good. Um, if you like to bait and wait, Steve, what's the favorite thing for bait and wait? Carolina rig. That. Okay. Bite-on and structure. The structure. That's the two things, yeah. So anyway, I just want to thank Andrew uh, very thorough. Thanks, Andrew. Go get them at Mountain Lakes, and um, maybe you'll see the uh, Mia over there. You know, he, he likes to go there a lot. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. All right, so go ahead, guys. You guys, um, we we got uh, a few more minutes here until the next break, but um, uh, gosh, I lost my train of thought. I woke up with asthma this morning, guys, so you'll have to bear with me. Um, oh. Yeah, it's one of those beautiful, wonderful days. But um, well, sir- uh, let let me add something since Andrew said he kind of wrapped up the freshwater report. Uh, as far as fish goes, that's great. But we should all note: all you got to do is look outside for the next oh, week or so, at least according to the forecast. And there's going to be an absolute ton of fresh water falling from the sky. And um, uh, of note. A couple of our northern lakes that are not necessarily where you could fish on a day trip out of Southern California, but are the the top end of the California Water Project, are already releasing water, like from Lake Oroville. They're already releasing water in anticipation of a, uh, I I guess I can't, uh, a big load of of uh, of uh, inflow. So I think that some lakes that, that, you know, that may not have been full for the last few years are possibly going to be full. Uh, the snowpack in the Sierras has not been very good this year in general, but it might, you know, that's, that's the way those things work. It might get suddenly pretty good, making the, uh, the upcoming trout opener looking a lot better, although maybe a little colder. So, um a lot to look forward to on the freshwater side. Well, you know, on the side of the weather, um, guys, you know, going up to the mountains, uh, this uh, this storm that's coming up will produce a ton of snow. They're telling you that if you don't get up there before Sunday afternoon, you better make sure you have train uh, trains uh, chains, and you probably won't get up there. So if you're going to leave for skiing or anything like that, they are going to have it. They got a really nice... Uh, uh, dumping uh, on this last storm we had, so uh, that's one of the other things you can do this weekend. And be safe, though. Yeah, I, I you know, I, what I like is, you know, when there's rain, there's catfish. Okay? When there's rain, there's catfish. 
And so, you know, it's all good. Very, very welcome to water. Absolutely. Okay. In fact, I was just reading, I know, uh, Ron, how you get into the, uh, the earthquakes. Okay. There was a big earthquake in, let me see, where was that? It was a 5.1 in, in Oklahoma. Yep. Okay. So, yeah, these things are beginning to happen. So, you know, weather's going to be a factor this week, but there's always a silver lining. Trout like cold and, um, catfish like mud. <laughs> Sergio, an interesting story. Sergio, a few years ago, um, after you know, kind of a flash flood situation, I was up in uh, uh, in Northern California in the area called Butte Creek, and it had just been inundated. I mean, it was a massive flood. You know, a hundred year flood. Uh, some houses got washed away, etc. And I, w- I was kind of walking through uh, the, the the riverbed with a Department of Fish and Game then. A biologist and we walked along and there was one emphasis one dead trout and I looked at it I was kind of sad and I said oh man can you imagine how this affected the uh, the fish population here in this creek and he looks at me he says Steve I don't want to minimize what happened and obviously some people uh, you know lost their homes etc he says but fish love water and he says they're gonna be just fine yeah, so I've never seen all that in mind. I've never seen a fish out walking around, so I know they love water. So that's pretty cool. Okay, so I guess I Sergio, Sergio, where yeah, are you? Yeah, I got you. Okay, I'm right here. Just listening, just listening. Yeah, no, um, Steve. In fact, um, on Facebook, on Friends of Angler Chronicles, you've been posting a lot about lakes and, and stuff. You want to give some uh, background? Well, yeah. Um, what I've been doing is I've been kind of following the uh, Department of Water Resources on a couple of the lakes up at the top of, of the California Water Project, in particular Lake Oroville, uh, which kind of is the, uh, if, for want of a better word, it's the gatekeeper for a huge amount of the water that, uh, you know, that kind of comes in the aqueduct over the, you know, everybody around Bakersfield knows where the aqueduct is, and and they love to fish down there, and that's cool. But the water's coming from somewhere. And uh, mm-hmm. that, in particular, it starts at Lake Oroville. And, uh, and it, interestingly, ends up in Diamond Valley Lake. Uh, we get caught up in, in all of the, uh, the various fishing details, and we forget that this is a, a project to provide water for the whole state. And um, uh, to, to paraphrase some uh, info that went out a number of years ago when they were putting together Diamond, Diamond Valley, um, what that is is if, if, it is if, hopefully knock on wood, he knocks on wood, a earthquake or something else damages the aqueduct, then Diamond Valley Lake is a six-month water supply, emergency water supply for Southern California, because if we run out of water, it becomes Mad Max. For those for, for, for cinema fans that, that remember the original Mad Max movie, that's what would happen. So Diamond Valley is there to allow for enough time to repair the California aqueduct if there's earthquake damage. So, but all that water starts out out of Lake Oroville. And, and Oroville started dumping water, I think, two days ago now. Uh, in anticipation of all the rain we're supposed to have 
over the next week. Well, they said. Well, they said with the the rain that's going to come down will be double of what we got here the last two days. So, hang on to your hat. So. Yep. Yep. So yeah. So it's easy to dismiss what goes on, you know, four or five hundred miles away, uh, but it's definitely connected to what we do. And and you know what? If you're on, it's more of a summer place. People like to go houseboating on Lake Oroville. It's it's very very good fishing for large numbers of spotted bass. Not a lot of big ones, but uh, you know if you like catching you know fourteen to sixteen inch spotted spotted bass, not spotted bay bass, freshwater <laughs> okay. spotted bass, you can catch you can catch thirty forty a day easy there. Cool. All right, Steve, hold on to your thought. Um, this is got to take a break. This is Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio and the Angels Radio app, and we'll be right back. Then I saw her face. Now I'm a believer. Not a trace. Angels Radio. AM830. Hi everybody, this is Danny Jackson, producer of award-winning Angler Chronicles Television. The very best in sport fishing action is Angler Chronicles TV, seen weekly on Valley Sports West. Each week, Sergio and crew take you on an action-packed fishing expedition from Baja to Alaska and throughout the Southland. Angler Chronicles Television airs five times weekly starting at 8.30 Sunday mornings on Valley Sports West. Visit anglerchronicles.com for details. The original hookup baits are the most versatile and effective artificial baits to hit the water. With sizes from 132 to 4 ounces in 12 fish catching colors, this pattern design uses only the highest quality of materials, owner hooks, and are proud to be built in the USA. The original hookup baits have made it easier to match the hatch when chasing that fish of a lifetime. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops to get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph, and release. Attention anglers, Angler Chronicles chooses Fishing Syndicate. Custom quality rods, the manufacturers of the latest in fishing rods. The perfect combination and blends of high-end graphite and glass fibers that make the lightest, most sensitive, and powerful rods available on the market. See what the buzz is all about and get syndicated. Fishing Syndicate, the rod choice of the Angler Chronicle crew and other industry experts and leaders. Check them out at fishingsyndicate.com and see why they're the chosen rod of the AC crew. Light, sensitive, powerful, FS style. Fishing Syndicate, a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. Angels Radio, AME 30. All right, everybody, welcome back to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio and the Angels Radio app. And uh, Steve, did you, did you want to finish up? Uh, no. Um, well, no. Yeah, I yeah. always want to finish up. What do I say? But I, I don't have a whole lot more to say other than um, it's going to be uh, interesting the next uh, the next week or so. And I am putting some uh, uh, official, uh, for what it's worth, official government information up on the Friends of Angler Chronicles uh, um, Facebook page. But while you're suffering, while you're while you're hunkered down in your in your foxhole in your bunker, waiting for the rain to stop, like I say, just remember, fish love water, and it will be it will be good. It will be worth it. And even for the near shore fishing, when you have a lot of runoff, um, a it adds to the uh, to the food chain in the near shore environment. 
So all the little, uh, you know, the smaller inshore fish will uh, will benefit in the long run. Uh, so that's that, that's definitely worth it. And for the the, the two two little uh, interesting extra things, wherever there's freshwater runoff, even in Southern California into the ocean, you have the potential for striped bass. Uh, they're definitely out there swimming around, and they definitely like it where there's freshwater inflow uh, in the surf, etc. And also, this is going to be a year where you're possibly going to see the very elusive, very rare, very illegal to catch southern steelhead. So if you're fishing in the surf near Malibu Creek or the San Diego River or any of the other, uh, you know, more consistent freshwater inflows, and maybe you're using, you know, even a little gulp sandworm or a sand crab or something, and you catch, you can't see the air quotes, air quotes, a trout. I caught a trout. No, you didn't. It's a southern steelhead. Please be gentle. Let them go. There's probably only a few hundred of them left in the wild. There used to be a lot of them. And uh, in wet years, you do have a possibility of seeing them, so please be careful. Yeah. That's one of those that's one of those species right now that uh, tender loving care and let them go. Period. Yep. Mm-hmm. But the you can keep if they're if they're eighteen inches, that's fine. No, no, uh, gotta let them go. Southern southern steelhead, you gotta let them go. Yeah. All right. Very good. Well, you know, one of the things uh, you know, Steve was talking about freshwater and letting uh they do so well. My thing is this. You've been on the on the boat with me when it's been sprinkling or even raining, and I always say Fish don't mind getting wet, and sometimes it makes for the best fishing ever. So, um, you know, I highly don't recommend this week getting on a boat and going out saltwater fishing. It's going to be brutal. It's going to be very windy. It's going to be it's going to be thunderstorms. So, um, stay uh, on shore, okay? But uh, the trout love cold water and uh, love rain. I mean, I. I the best time to throw a Thomas Boyan is when there's some ripple in the water, when there's anything, even a little crankbait, okay? So the mirror shad work excellent when there's a little ripple of uh, wind or or even some some water hitting, you know, some rain hitting the surface. It's really, really good stuff, really good stuff. But definitely, I would definitely, Steve, would you agree, stay off the ocean this week? <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 I... Uh... Uh, I, I'm a little bit of a, you know, even though I, I grew up in a surfing community, big waves kind of scare me as far as the beach goes. So, uh, yeah, don't even try surf fishing. Just, uh, you know, have this, uh, you know, be be a nice weekend where you, I, I was going to say, you can't mow the lawn or paint the house when it's raining either. I'd say just uh, watch. Uh, and Danny's coming on in, in just a few minutes. Danny will tell you what to watch on TV while it's raining. Absolutely. You bet. Absolutely. You bet. I, I know we got a good one coming. But anyway, yeah, I mean, um, a lot of stuff going on. And I know we've, we've talked all, uh, all show about freshwater. Uh, but, you know, in saltwater, there's not a lot happening locally. Okay, the weather has not cooperated with us. Uh, when it's not been wet, it's been kind of windy. There's a couple of days there around Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday, that were nice. But, um it, it, right now, it's like seeing the tail of the donkey. You just don't know, okay, until the day actually comes around. Uh, we talked about possible El Nino, 
Uh, we talked about it was going to be weather. Steve, is this the indication of things to come in the next few months? Well, you know, um, I've said this about El Nino pretty much every time the topic comes up. Uh, it, it seems like the ability for quote-unquote official sources to forecast an El Nino, their ability is not very good. Um, they say it's coming and it doesn't, or they say it's not coming and it does. Pretty much everything accurate about El Ninos is in the past. Yeah, that was an El Nino, okay. <laughs> they tell you after what happened that, uh, yep, that was an El Nino, but I'm, I always remain skeptical of any sort of forecasting. Uh, it would be cool if it's true, because we certainly get uh, very interesting fishing for exotics, although the last, uh, you know, since 2016, when something changed out there, uh, we've been getting some sort of, uh, you know, once a century almost uh, uh, occurrence every single year, and that's on top of the bluefin tuna that we've had every single year. But we've had everything from invasions of Dorado to yellowtail off of piers to you name it. And um, not to mention that for people in, in uh, now as far as far north as South Orange County, and certainly in San Diego County, your inshore anglers fishing in bays and lagoons have the pretty good possibility, if they fish a lot, of catching Corvina. Not Corvina, Corvina. Uh, and not exactly the species that used to live in the Sulphur Sea. Those were orange mouth Corvina. What, uh, what has kind of invaded up from Baja the last uh, 10 years or so are short fin Corvina. And um, they kind of look like a small white sea bass. So learn the difference. You can keep the uh, you know uh, uh, you know a twelve or a fourteen or an eighteen inch corvina. Uh, you cannot keep a corvina a, a white sea bass that size. They have to be uh, twenty eight inches. So learn the difference. Yeah. Um, so when Steve, when's the best time? Uh, I, I know not this weekend or the next week, uh, but um, when's the best time to surf fish? Uh, it varies a little bit with each beach. Um, it's, uh, I would say if you haven't fished a beach before, try to time it to get down there at, uh, at slack low tide because uh, that will do a couple different things. Uh, number one, to give you an idea of kind of what the, the topography of the beach looks like uh, at low tide. So you can kind of see where the depressions are, if there's any rocks you know, any other uh, uh, interesting things that might hold fish. And then also, as that tide turns and then starts to come up, then your surf fish, they know what happens. As the tide rises, then um, it's, you know, the surf fish are going to be riding the tide up, eating all the little, uh, you know, bugs and crabs and whatnot and worms, uh, at, you know, and so it's a good, good time to fish. Generally, if you already know the... the, the um, uh, know the beach where you fish. If you're familiar with it, you know where the holes are. Then probably the last hour before high tide is usually the best. Right. So, but but there's nothing like local knowledge because every beach, just like every lake, is a little bit different. Right. And I bring that up because everybody's saying, "Oh, there's not much to do." Well, get outdoors. You can still do that. You know, I was uh, I was driving along the beach, and yes, I'm. I'm fortunate to get to, when I go to the supermarket, 
I literally drive along the beach, uh, and, and this was a couple of days ago. I was looking, and I was a little bit too busy, but at least at that time, you know, again, right in the middle of, right, right in late January, um, the, the surf was perfect for fishing. It was clean. It was not too big. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I didn't see anybody actually fishing, but uh, I, I think if somebody had done it, they probably would have done pretty well. I, I wouldn't say that's going to be the case for the next week or so. No, I, you know, I, the reason also I said that is because, you know, all this stuff that's running from the um, the, the runoff, uh, the outlets there, that there should be some good fish around there. So with all that stuff washing in. But also be very, very careful. So, okay. Go ahead, Serge. <laughs> you ran out of things to say. Yeah, I, no, listen, um, right now is a good time. You know, because, you know, if you're really into fishing, okay, and that's that's me, that's you, that's all of us here, um, you got to have a line in the water. And so when you can't, you know, get on a boat and get in the ocean because it's raining, it's stormy, whatever, then you can go to a lake. And if you don't want to go to a lake, like Steve says, it is, it's not a bad idea to grab some light line. In fact, what I do is take some of the trout gear, the heavier trout gear, light freshwater bass gear, right, and take it on the surf. Yep. You know, and um, a lot of fun with perch, uh, halibut, um, all kinds of things. I mean, even a, a mackerel is kind of crazy. Well, I, light line. I remember when we were out there that one time and you took that uh, silver, was that a spoon or a crocodile, and you threw it out there and you went, like, every time you cast, you caught something? Well, you know, earlier, yeah, and, earlier this week uh, in San Diego County, uh, a surf fisherman was, was uh, you know, tossing a small hard bait and caught from the sand. I don't want to say it's never happened, but uh, uh, it, it doesn't happen often. Caught from the sand two not one but two barracuda oh there you go okay guys hold on to that we got to go to break and uh, then we all know what comes up after that so hold on tight because it's going to get really good so this is angler chronicles on angels radio and the angels radio app and we'll be right back all things and what they used to be Oil wasted on the oceans and upon our seas Fish full of mercury Oh, oh mercy, mercy me a bank account, pay attention. Your savings could be at risk. The U.S. banking system is once again under extreme stress. This jeopardizes you and your family, but there is an easy way to protect yourself. Gold. Contact Noble Gold Investments today and safeguard your family's financial future. As a thank you for opening a qualified account, they'll give you a free quarter-ounce gold standard coin. Visit NobleGoldInvestments.com NobleGoldInvestments.com Gold. Safety for uncertain times. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same, but is 95% cheaper and you can get it online? Go to hymns.com joy. Through hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, and the process is 100% online. To start your free online visit, go to hymns.com joy. That's H-I-M-S.com slash J-O-Y. 
Welcome back to hour number two with more fishing, more hunting, and more adventures on Angler Chronicles. All right, everybody, you know what this means. Sergio, take it away. Yeah, man, when you hear this, it can only be one thing and one thing only. And that's uh, the sheriff, the CEO of Fandom, is getting ready to get on the plate and, you know, hit another homer. Okay, without further ado, the jig slinger himself, the sheriff, Mr. Danny Jackson. I almost called him Steve Carson. Danny Jackson. <laughs> you there, Danny? Oh, Steve no, Carson that... any, any day. Yeah. I'd be proud to be called Steve Carson, believe me. <laughs> Anyway, good morning, uh, Sergio and Ron and Steve Carson, and you got a good show going there, Ron. I hope I don't slow it down here for you. But, um, you know, you guys are talking about all the rain. First of all, Steve, I want you to know I, I've, I've been in agreement with what you said a moment ago uh, for a long time when it comes to El Nino. We're, we all like to, you know, we're all fishermen. We all like to think about El Nino, and this, is this going to be the one? you know, like 2015 and a whole bunch of others. <laughs> but like you, Steve, I believe it when I see it. I mean, I just believe it when I see it. You know, hope, hopefully it, it comes, but um, we'll, we'll wait till June, July, August and see what happens. You know, I wanted to say one thing here, Sergio and Ron, about um, all this rain we're getting or going to get. already have gotten it, but next week is going to be a dandy, it looks like. But for private boaters, you know, um, uh, Sergio, you and I are private boaters uh, because we're members at um, Freedom Boat Club. But um, when you get these horrendous rains, you get runoff. And you've got to, when you go fishing after these rainstorms, you've got to be particularly careful because, believe it or not, you could find a refrigerator in front of you, okay? So, you Mm -hmm. know, keep an eye out. I just, I just want to, as kind of a public service announcement, you know, guys know that anyway, but I just thought it would be a good idea to, to mention that with this runoff. Um, so anyway, uh, Steve, I had a question for you. You know, you, you were talking about the Feather, Feather River Project and all of that. You know, years, I just want to ask you this, if this is part of it. Years ago, uh, my dad and I used to fish uh, what's called the All-American Canal, out around Nyland and the Salton Sea, goes all over the place down there. We used to catch a lot of catfish. Now, is that is that all considered part of the Feather River project, or what is no, that, no, uh, the no, canal no, out there? That's not Feather River water. The California Water Project um, it kind of runs through a, a wide number of reservoirs. It's kind of distributed by a San Luis Reservoir, which has an you know, a, a, a uh, 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 you know what, I take that back. It's not San, San Luis, is the Delta Water Project. San Luis is where all the striped bass come from. But, um, yeah, anyway, you can, you, can, you can trace the California Water Project, just Google it, and it uh, starts up at Lake Oroville and kind of goes through a series of different reservoirs, um, you know, and, and aqueducts through California. And ends up in um, in uh, Diamond Valley. Yeah, right. You know, one other question, Steve. <clears throat> you know, I also saw in the news this week 
about uh, Oroville. You're always talking about Lake Oroville. And I saw where they were letting water out of it, which is kind of unusual unless they're expecting a lot of rain. Now, that, that is really the, the headwaters of the Feather River. And how's that looking, the Oroville uh, Dam, and I mean, the or- Lake Oroville and all that? Well, yeah, they are letting water out of it, and um, uh, it is in anticipation of flooding. They, they want to make sure that no matter how much rain comes in, and it really goes all the way back to two different, just literally two events in the last 30 years where water was coming in too fast, and they couldn't let it out fast enough um, to prevent some pretty disastrous flooding so they're always going to err on the side of on, on the side of caution and let let water out they're letting water out right now um, even though there's quite a bit of room left in the lake for inflow so we'll just kind of have to see um, Sergio may remember I, I, I think Danny remembers probably five, five or six years ago now we were on the air literally we were on the air and I was kind of watching the, uh, the the flood stage indicator from the dam, and um, you know Sergio was talking about trout or whatever he was talking about. <laughs> I'm kind of go okay, yeah. okay. Lake Oroville is uh, one foot from from overflowing. Lake Oroville is two inches from overflowing. Lake Oroville is overflowing. We we had a worldwide exclusive on the air. And uh, I don't mean to make light of it because it was pretty damaging to the people downstream and pretty scary. Uh, there were some evacuations of both Chico and uh, and Oroville and Marysville. And if the, if the dam had, thankfully, it, it, it really wasn't that close to failing. But if it had, it literally would have wiped out the entire city of Sacramento. So they want to make sure nothing wow, you know, that happens. And so they're going to err on well, the side of caution and let water out which is exactly what they're doing now yeah i'm, I'm sure that's what they're doing well you know it, i guess you know if you're going to have a problem uh, i'd rather have a problem with uh, with with full reservoirs rather than bone dry because you know we went through that for years and that's not good for anything or anybody so we're uh, we'll take this water when we can get it anyway let's get on to television uh Gentlemen and and ladies listening, uh, ang- anglers and anglerettes listening to our show tomorrow morning, eight thirty tomorrow morning. We are going to run. Um, you talked about a, a good rainy day. Uh, this will be this will be a rainy day pick me up because we are going back to L.A. Bay, return to the bay. We call this when our second trip that Orchid Martinez put together for us, Baja fishing convoys. And a great episode. We had, uh, of course, Captain Joe Marciano from Wicked Tuna and Jay um, Munzer uh, for the hard merchandise, Wicked Tuna. Great fishing. Sergio, why don't you just let the folks know about that episode. And you were there, of course. You and Ron. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, this one is called Return to the Bay. This is our second uh, trip to Bay of L.A., so Bahia de Los Angeles is the way it's said in Spanish, and you go down there. Um, getting there is a bit of a, of a hassle, but when you once you're there, it makes it all worthwhile. Um, the fishing is simply phenomenal. Um, I used to think that other places were the yellowtail capital of the world, 
Uh, I don't know. I think Bay of LA is. Okay, it was all the yellows that you could muster. And then when you don't want to fish any more yellows, you move in closer to some of these beaches and you just get on the um, the leopard grouper. Okay, they call them cabrilla down there, but it's a leopard grouper, and they're ferocious. And all you need is a surface iron and a SP minnow type uh, lure. Uh, Steve, you like some of those Williamson's... Um, um, you know, the Daiwa's SP, those all work great uh, in, a, in a surface iron. So you'd be in your glory there, Sheriff, okay, throwing, jig-slinging uh, for the yellows. Great fishing. Uh, you can also go deep. We fished a previous trip. We fished in about 200 to 300 feet for grouper. We had the um, red snapper and the uh, golf grouper there. So it really is. You fish. Ankel de la Guardia, which is um, the big uh, island right there. It's about, I don't know, maybe the size of, what, two Catalinas, three Catalinas. It's a big island, probably. Yeah, so it's just a lot of great things. I want to thank Orchid Martinez from Baja Fishing Convoys for setting up the trip. Uh, The second year was also very, very successful. So it's a great trip. Uh, You'll see... um, what we saw, okay, uh, you'll see what we caught. It, it really is a great trip. I highly recommend it. And for, you're right, for a cold, w- wet weather day, to see that sun, it, it makes it a lot of fun. Okay. Um, yeah. This year, we're going back to uh, Cedros, Danny. So we'll be in Cedros yeah. in, uh, in June. So we're going back there with Orchid. And uh, check out, there's a new, um, new new resort there, so we're going to check that one out. But no, but this one was a lot of fun. You'll see Joe Marciano and Jay. They had never fished in this area. Remember, they're East Coast guys. Yeah, they're used to catching those big, huge tuna. But, boy, they have a lot of fun with these um, cabrilla and with these yellows, okay? And uh, I love their Boston humor. <laughs> it's always... Always good, and uh, they really uh, they really round out the, the show. Really, really good stuff. Okay, and yeah. so that's tomorrow. What are the times for that show, Danny? Well, tomorrow morning will be at eight thirty, and then again at ten. It'll, it'll air twice tomorrow morning. Valley Sports West <laughs> and SoCal HD. I wanted to get this in real quick. Um, but next week, of course, we know a Super Bowl Sunday. Well, let me tell you, we've got a super program next Sunday, a week from tomorrow, February 11th, our brand new Palmdale Fin and Feather episode. You mentioned that earlier, Sergio. Mm-hmm. Outstanding, outstanding episode, brand new. Just want everybody to know uh, a week from tomorrow, uh, we will be airing that one. So before I take Keep off here, uh, thank you. Do you know if there's any uh, time changes for next week? You know what? I haven't looked, but I, 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 it'll still air at eight thirty. I'm sure, but they, they okay, might. Okay, because they're Super Bowl. Yeah. I, yeah. I know it is Super Bowl Sunday, but you know, next Saturday I'll let you know, and you'll be able to Perfect. check uh, as early as Tuesday, probably on uh, AngerChronicles.com, dot com, the uh, the times, the exact times. Just want to remind everybody the Anger Chronicles Breakfast Club this morning, seven thirty. We're going to meet at Norm's Restaurant. Beach Boulevard and Huntington Beach between Edinger and, and Warner. So everybody's invited, and Sergio, Ron, will hope to see everybody down there. 
All right, everybody. Perfect. You're going to have to hold on to that because we got to take a break. Danny, thank you right. very much. Yeah, Danny, thanks. Okay. And okay, thank you, guys. This okay. is Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio and the Angels Radio app, and we'll be right back. You are the few, the proud. You are the antibody, mind, soul, and zen. And the world's a Looking for the ultimate outdoor recreational experience? Look no further than the city where we dream extreme. Lake Elsinore, home of the new Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Experience next level camping with the best amenities available. Full hookup sites, vintage trailers, themed yurts, a swimming pool, splash pad, outdoor dining, and a spacious community hall. Adventure starts here. Reserve your spot. For more information, follow Launch Point on Facebook and Instagram. Relax, play, stay at launch-point.com. Freedom Boat Club, Huntington Harbor, San Pedro, Redondo Beach, Marina Del Rey. Live a hassle-free boating experience, enjoying the very best sport fishing in all of Southern California. Center consoles, pilot houses, bow riders, duffies, and much more. Freedom Boat Club, from Ventura to San Diego, plus more than 350 locations worldwide. Call 657-339-2300. That's 657-339-2300. Or cruise to freedomboatclub.com for details. Hi, I'm Captain Dave Marciano, and how would you like the freshest local New England seafood shipped to you overnight? No running around from store to store to find what you like. We have it here at AngelicaSeafoods.com. Everything from tuna, haddock, cod, clams, lobsters, scallops, we have it all. The finest seafood overnight to your door anywhere in the continental U.S. AngelicaSeafoods.com. Angels Radio, AM 830. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio and the Angels Radio app. And this song always reminds me of Ronnie Kovac. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we played it uh, uh, that weekend after you passed. You know, the funny thing, we were talking about Cedar. Um, the day he passed, I heard from his son that he was uh, watching uh, his show, okay, and it was the one when I took him to Cedar. Yeah. He had never been, and they were catching fish left and right, and I guess the show ended and he passed. It was uh, January 5th, what was it, 2014? Uh, around 2014, yeah. So, yeah, it was uh, crazy stuff there. Crazy stuff. Yeah. May rest in peace. Absolutely. All right. Okay, so where were we? I don't even remember where we were. We were uh, the sheriff. We were talking about Cedros. Um, I don't know. We also talked about Bay of LA. Right. What was your take on Bay of LA? Oh, mine? Yeah. Oh man, you know I remember I remember you guys sitting there telling me, you know, you got to have this, you got to have that, you got to have 80 pounds, you got to do this. And I'm going, yeah, right. I'm telling you what, you got to have this, you got to have 80 pounds and you're going to get you're going to get yourself whooped. And that was the most fun that I have had. I've never had a yellowtail do that to me. <laughs> I mean, if you guys have an opportunity to get out there, I highly recommend it. But you know what? There's a lot of people that have been out there, and they'll tell you how to fish it. And don't go under gun. It's just like going for a 200-pound tuna or a 100-pounder. you got to have the right equipment. Yeah. 
Steve, have you ever fished um, bluegills like on land or, or out of the island, or you've only fished it with big boats? Oh, I've only been on the big boats, although I, I recall a very interesting encounter that uh, that you and I had. I was on the deck of, I forgot which, which San Diego boat, and um, you were in a skiff. And 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 we kind of, for whatever reason, we pulled up close to each other uh, through no through no action of yours or mine. And and uh, I, I spotted you, and it, we were close enough that I and I made some wise guy remark. I can't remember what it was. No. And, <laughs> and you made a wise guy remark back, and uh, you know, and, and then we proceeded on. I'm sure we both caught a lot of fish that day. So. But, but that was yeah, well, kind of one of those coincidences of life. I find that hard to believe yeah. that you guys made wise marks to each other. I find that hard to believe. Yeah, but I mean, think about how crazy it is, okay, um, that, that, that we were there. I mean, you know, here he is on a multi-day trip, and to get the seeds, you you need at least a five-day trip. So you might have been on one of your eight days on a showgun. Um I was, you know, I flew in. I always fly into the island and, you know, use the pongas there. It's really good fishing. And it's just, the island had its heyday. You know, towards the end there, Ron, the last few years we had gone, I don't know, the quality of the fish was, was low, okay? Uh, there, there were still some yellows, but they weren't the massive yellows, okay? Uh, I mean, I, you and I had talked about that. We had one trip and... It was uh, with our dear, long-lost friend now, um, Cliff. Yep. And we had a little trip with our smallest fish. Well, my smallest fish was over 50 pounds. Yep. You know, five it, fish over 50. Yeah. yeah, you remember my biggest fish came from there, 52-pound yellow, and yeah, then but, Sergio couldn't be outdone. Yeah, he came at 60. Yours, <laughs> the funny thing about yours is you got your personal best like six times. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so you kept going up and up and yep. up, so... Yeah, and now I guess these bigger boots have returned. Um, so uh, we're going to try to hit them up in uh, the first week of June. We're going to be there. We'll film it. It's a brand new uh, location. It's called Tijo Sport Fishing with Toro. Okay, it's a brand new one from top of the hill. Um, it looks beautiful. Uh, highly recommended by dear friends uh, Mike Howell and Derek uh, from Simply Fish. Oh, by the way. Before That's right. Don't forget. Monday, Monday, February 5th. You've got to be at Simply Fish between 3 and 8 p.m. I'm going to try to be there the whole five hours. And what's happening is if you come in, whatever you order, a percentage of that order, okay, or the money received, is going to go towards Fishers of Men. Okay, so Derek is making a donation that way. So uh, you come in, you order some food, and part of the proceeds will go directly to Fishers and Men to buy shoes. It's going to be there the last week of April. I think we get there, I get there on April 30th, and the event is actually May 4th. Okay, so um, it's going to be a, a lot of fun. They'll give some shoes away. All good stuff. All good stuff. Okay, so... Yeah. And uh, you can, if you guys, um, you can still volunteer. You can go to fishersofmenwestcoast.org, and you can 
look online there and fill it out, and uh, maybe you can get on there and still volunteer. Yeah, yeah. There's always uh, always looking for more people, so come in and give us a hand. We always need some help. Okay. So yeah, Steve. Um, you know, I used to use I used to fish seizures off a boat when we used to take the searcher or even the uh, independence. Um, get down there, and it was great, 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 great fishing. And now they have banned any sport boat to get within 12 miles of the island. Did you know that? Oh, yes, I, <laughs> I definitely knew that. Um, oh, you're actually allowed to get as close to the island as you want. You can keep, just as long as you keep cruising and don't fish. Yeah, you so, can't yeah, fish You can make a pass as close as you want, just don't fish. Right. And you know what? I mean, I'll be honest. I was there one time on a ponga, and uh, we were catching some yellows. And all of a sudden, one of the bigger boats, you know, saw that we were catching fish. And I guess he metered them and set up, started chumming, and just sucked all the fish away. Yeah. You know, the, the, the biggest boats could can chum, and uh, we couldn't get bit. And uh, they, probably, they probably figured you had already caught enough. <laughs> There's never enough. And the reasoning, you know, and I, I can talk Spanish with one of the captains. He was really irate. And I asked him, what, what's wrong? And I, I said, you know, there's plenty of fish. And he goes, but there won't be. And he goes, look at us. He goes, there's three of us on a boat. Okay? The limit is five. So we take 15 fish. He goes, there's 30 people on that boat. And so that's 150 fish. So they're, 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 I understood. Uh, but if you want to fish Cedros now, the best way to do it, get a hold of orchid, fly in there. Great fishing. And it really is good fishing. Really, really good fishing. So hopefully we get into that again this year. I miss the big uh, yellows. I, lo- I love tuna, but I prefer catching yellowtail. So, um, and the calico bass fishing. Oh, my goodness. Yes, okay. yes. Oh yes. my goodness! I mean, I mean, you know, that trip and we, we took uh, Ronnie. We had the the calicos were boiling, absolutely boiling on the surface. He had never seen that. He goes, "Oh my goodness!" I said, "Yeah, it's that good." So it was good, real, real good. Okay, so uh, all right. Well, listen, looking forward. Okay, because, you know, maybe this week we can't get on the ocean, but maybe the following week we can. Steve, um, what, I know you don't want to predict or say that we have an El Nino until after, but aren't these rains an indication? Well, not necessarily. <laughs> uh, I mean, not necessarily. It, 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 there's there's always rain, and in fact, it's it, it's always funny. And I don't want to get too far off the subject of fishing, but we're on the subject of weather. And it always amuses me when you're listening to the radio or or watching TV or whatever, and they say, uh, you know, we have six inches more rain than normal for this year, or ten inches less rain than normal, or whatever it is they say. Here's the thing. There's no such thing as normal. There's no such thing as average. What they do is they add up all the ra- all the, the years' rainfalls over the last literally 150 years, 
and divide by 150. And they end up with a number kind of in the middle, which almost never happens. It's usually way above that or way below that. So, um, you know what? Some years are wet, some years are dry. That, that's the way to put it. Um, there's more rain in El Nino years, but in the, in the middle of it happening, the, you know, the, uh, the, the uh, projections, predictions, whatever it may be, um, I just never trust them. Um, hey, Danny uh, just texted me and said that the uh, episode for Palm and, uh, Palmdale Finn and Feather will be airing at 830 in normal time. Perfect, cannot wait you know this is a you know first of all it's like the fred hall you get to see everybody you didn't see it's going to be a lot bigger and and more important you can get some great deals and right now start turning up your gear so yeah plus you can come by the anger chronicles booth visit with us we'll be i believe near fishing syndicate fishers of man van warmer resorts pretty on boat club we're all going to be in that general area you can come visit with all of us and uh, have some fun you know we have the couches set up you know and we just chill we just chill want to hear from you what you like what you don't like actually i don't want to hear what you don't like but <laughs> hey ron will take notes for that part but yeah, you know, ron, ron's in charge of complaints yes complaint department uh, yeah i i at my age you know what i'm going to tell you so you you can go ahead and complain <laughs> 
It's all good. It's all good. It, come, it, come on by the PCS show. We'd love to have you. It is great, guys. And come by and just have a fun kickback and ask set questions. And I usually get to sign one or two autographs every year. That's pretty cool. And, uh, you know, unlike the three, five hundred, six thousand that you sign. But I haven't cut my ponytail off, and we may be making a decision on that. Well, let me, oh, let me cut it on the end. Yep. That's, that's, that's the well, my wife said, you know, if you're tired of it, I'm okay now. So we're okay, going to. So, so let's do this. Wait a minute. Wait. No, let's no, we're not pinning down a date yet. Film it. Oh, yeah. We'll, we got to film it. We'll figure that out. You know, I was, I was looking at some pictures from the uh, from the Bart Hall show. Uh, uh, I, I don't even remember what seminar it was. It was taken, you know, from behind of whoever was up on the main stage. And I spotted you in the audience due to the ponytail. It wasn't the red shirt? Well, I wasn't focusing on the red shirt. <laughs> then I spotted the ponytail, and then I noticed the red shirt. Okay. But, uh, yeah, uh, you know, I don't know how women do it, but, man, uh, you know, uh, we're, we're real close, and I hope she says, okay, do it. So, but, right, Well, I want to do it, but let's do it with a chainsaw. Oh, hey, thanks. <laughs> That's you know what you're doing? Just we're gonna take your your hair. We'll, we'll stretch it out. Have somebody hold your hair. Okay, we'll take the chainsaw. Come uh, down. I don't it's think so. Pretty epic. Uh, I think so. Yeah, and then we'll have somebody. Uh, you know, get your hair all nice and pretty afterwards. But and and, and then girl. you know how she's been lately. So this is subject to change. So. <laughs> Okay, so hey, hold on all to that right. thought. You know, it's always nice to know that I'm going to have a chainsaw around my head. Um, but we got to go to break. This is Angel Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio and the Angels Radio app. We'll be right back. Lytle Screen Printing in Huntington Beach, where quality and service are everything since 1989. Screen printing, embroidery, digital printing, Lytle does it all. Shop their extensive line of apparel and headwear or bring in your own for customization. A few embroidered shirts or thousands of printed t-shirts, Lytle has you covered. No order is too big or small. Mention Angler Chronicles and they will waive your setup fees for your first order. You can find them on the web at lysphb.com or call 714-969-2424. Lytle Screen Printing, where all your needs are met. Hello, I'm Chef Bree, head chef for Carne de Teresa, and it's my goal to make you a chef in your own kitchen. I've created the perfect and most delicious seasonings to go on top of our pollo asado and pollo atabato. And our Carne de Teresa Salvadoreño sausage is perfect for breakfast or dinner. Carne de Teresa is always hand-cut, hand-seasoned, and hand-packed right here in Southern California. You can find our delicious Carne de Teresa products at your local Albertsons, Food for Less, Ralph's, and Smart and & Final. Let Carne de Teresa make you a chef in your own kitchen. Visit CarneDeTeresa.com for recipes and more. Remember, when fishing, practice CPR. Catch, photograph, and release, and always eat more Carne de Teresa. This is Teresa. Carne de Teresa is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles and Olive Crest. 
the 2024 Pacific Coast Sport Fishing Show, the biggest PCS show ever. Now using the entire seven halls at the Orange County Fair and Event Center, March 7th through the 10th, exhibits, boats, and early season discounts. The PCS Show, with a huge lineup of seminars with the most knowledgeable and experienced pros in the business. Learn to make your time on the water more productive than ever. March 7th through the 10th at the OC Fair and Event Center. Angels Radio, AM 830. All right, everybody, welcome back to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio and the Angels Radio app. And before we get going, Sergio, I just want to say good morning, Ron, Don, Paul, Chris, Mike, Derek, Larry, Dory, Jack, Danny, and Pam. Miss you guys out there in Florida. Gregory. Uh, let's see, Mike Blue, great to see you this last week. The Tempe crew out there, I'll see you in March. And the airport at John Wayne Airport, the crew out there is listening to us, and Rob and Jorge. Very good, very good. Good morning, everybody. All right, uh, just a reminder, there will be a breakfast this morning. If you guys want to come and join us uh, over there at Norns in Huntington Beach on Beach Boulevard, I'm going to try to make it. No, no, no confirmations that I'm going to try to make it. Uh, but let's let's, uh, let's bring it back around. And some of the things that um, we got to start thinking is fishing. And I believe that the rock fishing will be opening here shortly uh, in April. Okay, and lobster season is coming to an end in March. But question: What do you do in the next few weeks? Well, you got to get your, your your gear ready. And that's something I'm already working on. I had to deliver eight reels to Accurate. And when they finish those days, I got another eight more. And I have to go in for full service. And I can't stress, and Steve, we, we talk about it every year. And then Ron and I get on a boat, and we see that they, they haven't been taken care of. And then we see the gear that's in really bad shape, and you go, you know, if you would have checked your guys, um, you can go pretty much into walking any tackle shop these days, and if you need a guide done, especially the tip, they can do it on the spot. Yep. You're talking, what, 10, 15 bucks? Yep. Okay, uh, but if you're missing that insert, more and more rods have little ceramic inserts, and those ceramic inserts, when they... They bang if you drop your rod. If uh, anything hits it, they break or they chip or they get a little hairline type fracture. And then what happens when your line gets in there? It cuts uh, braided line like like butter. So these are the things we talked about: taking a Q-tip or a or a little ball of cotton and you run it through. If it gets stuck, it'll show you where exactly it's all uh, busted up. Get that thing fixed now. Because when you're on a boat, it's too late. And then, you know, your reels. You know, if uh, your drags aren't uh, greased up and ready to roll, um, <laughs> it, it's too late when you have a fish on. So get that stuff done now, okay? And uh, if you're not going to fish in the ocean this next week, then, so get, get them done. Yeah. And, a lot of, and there's a lot of waiting time. I mean, they could take a reel and they take about up to 30 days to get it back. So you got you got to plan for this stuff, okay? Got to plan for it. So. And, and, you know, That's right now, if you wait, 
you're going to wait a while to get your gear back, you know, the, especially the, right, Steve? Because right now it's probably an average of two weeks, three weeks, maybe. But I'm telling you what, you're getting closer to fishing season. You're talking about six, eight weeks. Uh, I would say you've already missed the two to three week window. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Now, once we hit February first, that's that. That is no longer the case. And yeah, uh, yeah your six eight weeks is is probably more more correct now. And if you wait till if you got a trip in you know in summer in July or August, and you wait till June, you're already too late. Yeah. So and and you know when we talk when we talk about stuff, I mean we're talking line all the way up through everything. Just do it all, do it now, and you'll be ready. Yeah. Well, is that music in the background? No. Okay. So so let, let me let me ask you this: When does our season? So we have the the annual clinical fishing school. When does that season kick off? Okay, our first trip is always normally it's on the um, um, Enterprise, which I'm still waiting to back, but that will be April 11th. So um, that's okay. when the first one starts. And it, as always, um, there were a couple of dates that were moved around. So we will. I will have that. I'm so close now that. Uh, if I hear back from the uh, uh, Victory and the Enterprise and Dana, um, we'll be done before March 7th, and I'll hand them out at the PCS show. Okay. But, you know, for the bigger trips that we do, oh, yeah. uh, can we confirm that we'll have one two-and-a-half-day trip on the El Dorado and yep. one two-and-a-half-day trip on the Ocean Odyssey? Both of those trips will be filmed. Both of those trips will become an episode. So... Um, we uh, we really want to we want to limit that. I mean, uh, twenty customers, no more than twenty customers. Okay, um, twenty anglers that comes out and we go out and have a good time. Uh, one's going to be on the Ocean Odyssey, the other one will be on the um, El Dorado. Okay, and um, you have any idea what month? I do. Will be? I do. I'm sitting oh. here looking at the schedule. Okay, so the first trip aboard the El Dorado will be, oh, I'm sorry, back here in October. Um, let's go back and repeat that. Okay, our first trip yeah. aboard the El Dorado is now July 28th, day and a half. Is that the two and a half day? No, that is a day and a half. No, give it the two and a half day trips for El Dorado okay. and the Ocean Odyssey first. Okay, so... The El Dorado, two and a half day. Where'd it go? Okay, it is right now, unless it changes, which I talked to TJ, October 15th through the 18th. That's the El Dorado. Okay, the Ocean Odyssey is September 3rd through the 6th. Okay, so September and October, we'll have two opportunities. A lot of you guys like to get on TV, so welcome. Welcome, come on up. Uh, but you, we do have a limited amount of space. No more than 20 on each trip, okay, um, to go on this trip. And you go out with us, with me and Ron. Sometimes uh, uh, Ben Seekers jumps on. Sometimes Rhonda comes on. And we go have a good time. Catch, try to catch some tuna. Yep. Uh, we, we've had really good uh, years on tuna, Dorado, uh, Yellowtail, with, you know, well, both tuna, bluefin and yellowfin. So it's, it's, I think this year we're going to see another stellar tuna uh, bite. Uh, the bluefin is sticking around. There's some yellowfin south of the border. So um, 
and I and I do believe we're in El Nino year. Um, I'm more optimistic than Danny and Steve. I I I feel it. I feel it in the bones. This is an El Nino, so um, that should bring uh, good fishing up here. Warmer waters, and uh, I'd love to catch some more yellow trout on the center console. I'm getting some Dorados right off our coast. So uh, that would that's be what I'm looking for. To. That'd be great. Yeah. I miss go heading over to Catalina and sitting in that one spot and losing them in the kelp, but it was fun as heck. Yeah, but I'm telling you, not even having to go to Catalina, we're catching them here yeah. right off the coast, and that's what that's what I'm looking forward to when these fish come back around the coast and just they they hover over some of those uh, reefs and it's just a lot of fun. Okay, so. That'll be good uh, to do. So, um, again, um, those are two, uh, two and a half. Now, we do more trips, folks. Uh, we do some day and a half. How many day and a half do we have on the um, Ocean Odyssey this year? We have uh, two day and a half on the Ocean Odyssey. Would you like the date? And on the El Dorado? Uh, we also have two. Excellent. And what are the dates? Boy, you know, I got to go back and forth here. Uh, I'm looking. Oh, at, I'm looking at the computer screen instead of. Hang on, I got them real quick. Okay, we have uh, July 28th through the 30th. And that one is our trip, so you'll call me. And then all the way down till November 12th, it's uh, their trip, and uh, that is a day and a half on the El Dorado. And then the Ocean Odyssey. Is believe it or not, I have to say it again. July 9th, my birthday, and then we have the two and a half day, like I said, on September 3rd, and then the final um, Ocean Odyssey trip is October. Um, you know, she gave me an option going back and forth. I think I'm going to say the 27th of October. Okay, that departs. Okay. Okay. So, so everybody, you got an idea, and we will be uh, we will have a trip side of. Being a wharf, Pier Point, H and M Landing, and also out of Part uh, Fifty Five, which is uh, Long Beach Port. Right? So hang on, yeah, hang on, Sergio. Uh, go ahead and queue up Captain Rick because I want him to hear what I'm going to say. Um, hello. Okay. Anyways, hey Rick, we got to go to a break real quick. So hang on, we'll be right back. This is Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio and the Angels Radio app. App. We'll be right back. Angels Radio. AMA 30. Looking for something to do today? Come check out what's new at Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Michael's was voted Orange County's best sports bar. Whether it's sports, drinks, games, or food, Michael's has something for everybody. And don't forget the wings that Michael is famous for. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill, 15192 Golden West Street, Westminster, California. Just south of the 405 Freeway. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Don't blink on the sink with the original hookup baits. With their patented design, the original hookup baits are built in the USA using only the highest quality of materials and owner hooks. After years of research and development, the original hookup baits have captured the profile and lifelike action causing fish to bite, whether it's in salt water or fresh water, jigging or trolling. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops and get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph and release. Angels Radio. AMA 30. 
All right, everybody, welcome back on Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio and the Angels Radio app. And boy, am I tongue-tied today. I will still get that. But, I, you know, I forgot somebody. I met a gentleman, and real quick, Josh, I can't say where I met you, but I know, if I'm not mistaken, your father was a scout for the Dodgers, so I had to sit there and listen to that junk. But it was really great meeting you, and, and I can't wait to uh, have Sergio meet you as well. So, all right, I'm done with that. Are you there? Have, uh, Captain Rick Scott on the line? I do. Good morning, Captain Rick Scott. Good morning. How is everybody? We're we're doing great. Sergio's on the line and Steve Carson. So unfortunately, I can't uh, hear him. <laughs> He's on that line. I'm driving at the moment, so I'm trying uh, not to get a ticket. Okay. Um, so if you're not doing anything um, Monday night, we're having a dinner uh, at Finnet. I'm uh, at Finnet. Boy, simply fish. From uh, what is it, three to seven, right, Sergio? Three to eight, and I three cannot eight. hear. I can't hear him, by the way. Okay, uh, so Rick, um, I'll have to. If you want to talk to Sergio, you'll have to go through me, which you know I probably maybe I'll relay it, maybe I won't. But how, how you doing, sir? I'm feeling good. Unfortunately, I'm going to be out of town, but it sounds like I'm going to miss out on a good time again. I'm always either working or out of town. Always missing fun stuff. Cool. So, uh, how's the boat work going? I know that you're doing the boat work in between the uh, school trips. So, how's yeah, it going? We're, yeah, we're we're done with the boat work right now with all the rain and everything. So, we're just okay. right on school trip now. I got a school trip this morning. Going to get out of town, and uh, looks like next week it's not going to be good for boat work or fishing. Is this so, the is this the week you're going to Texas? We are going to Texas. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. So, have fun out there and be very very careful. So, how do we get a hold of you in case we want to book a trip right now, which your schedule is up? Um, the schedule is uh, still getting a lot of calls for charters, so some of the open party trips are kind of going away as we get more charters. But you can log on to oceanodysfishing.com. The schedule's up. Uh, look right online or give me a call. And if you want to get on a trip and there's no people on it, you better get on it because Okay, so everybody out there heard that, I hope. Um, you guys, I was on there looking around, and I saw so many sold-out trips already, and they just, it, this is February, so, and get out there and get on one of the best boats there is around, period. Our favorite boat. Sergio, what do you got to say? Oh, I mean, I don't know. I've been fishing that boat almost from the get-go back to the Ronnie years, and um well over 15 years, I think, on that, or around 15 years. And I've had nothing but the absolute best. Here, here, here's what sets the ocean honesty apart. Yes, the fishing. I mean, these guys go out, they take you out fishing. But what sets these boats apart is the accommodations, the service, and the food. So accommodations are excellent. Uh, Air-conditioned rooms are so you, you, you're not going to be in the middle of heat. You can, you know, have plenty of air conditioning. I remember when it didn't have it, and we needed the food. Well, I can almost guarantee you if you eat 
the gourmet stuff that is being cooked on the ocean odyssey, you will come off that boat five pounds heavier. Absolutely. Because it is that good. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, it is that good. So, Rick. um, Each platform, hold on a second. Each platform, very knowledgeable deckhands. That's the one thing I can attest to uh, uh, Rick's. and Rick's handling of this, his, his, his people have a lot of knowledge and a lot of uh, people skills. So it's a great book for from beginners to experts to fish on. Great platform. Absolutely. And you know what's really great about that, uh, Rick and stuff, is he comes down out of the wheelhouse uh, and will actually work with a lot of the beginners, and there's nothing better than that. Plus the deckhands, like you said, Sergio, are just outstanding um so rick how do we get a hold of you again and everybody's having a hard time hearing you so i apologize yeah i'm having a hard time hearing Sergio. Uh, yeah. yeah i really like working with, with the beginners and the kids you know get, them, get the kids to come fishing i spend a lot of time on the deck especially if, if we have the younger kids on the boat i like to really help them out yep but uh, again oceanodysseyfishing.com or Call Dina, 619-889-4535. Don't call her right now. Yeah. Well, good morning, Dina. And um, I'm going to call you about 9.05. So just kidding. Okay. So, no problem. Yeah. So thank you, Rick. Thanks for everything. And be really safe out there. Well, thank you very much. And, uh, again, we love being part of the family. And hope yeah. everybody has a great day next week in the rain. And look forward to talking to you next weekend. Yep. And that's what it is truly is family. Thanks, guys. Uh, bye-bye. Okay, real quick, and then I'll give the rest of the time to Sergio. I want to thank everybody. I don't know if he was going to say anything. Taco Tuesday was huge. Um, oh, yeah. I cannot say enough about the fishing community. We had over 100 people there, and it was actually – it flowed real quick. We were out of there by, you know, early – um, great prizes, you know, rods, fishing syndicate, um, all the, oh, it was fantastic. And, and once again, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, that money went toward uh, the shoes, and uh, I don't, I forgot how many shoes did he say we could buy with that? Over five hundred. Over five hundred pairs. Think about that, guys. You donated five hundred shoes. Outstanding, and thank you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And you remember, I mean, uh, we were sitting there at 5 o'clock, go, oh, nobody's coming. And then all of a sudden, boom, everybody was there. So it was a very, very good turnout thing to everybody because, again, that all goes for a very good cause. All right? So, um, but I love was the fact that little Ben caught, uh, yeah, ended up with a little, um, uh, the Akuma reel. Yes, he did. Okay, which is great because that's, Kids fishing, you know, kids fishing, that's the whole thing. Yeah. You know, we're going back to the kids and stuff. Um, when we had Rick, I, didn't, I know he couldn't hear me, but one of our favorite things to do is we look at each other and we do the battle. We call it the battle. When we go to the corner and we start hooking handy, handing. Steve, I know you do that on your trips as well. It is crazy. What, at one point, I stopped, I came in, and he comes up to me and he goes, why aren't you fishing? Okay, and I go, all my rods are out. Yep, I remember. Okay, and you got to understand, I bought 10 rods. So we, I have 10, 
and we, we got hooked up. It didn't finish. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I'll tell you what, those people, oh, my God, were they happy. And I'm sure you experienced the same thing, right, Steve, on your charters? Yeah, what I do is um, is I kind of mentally gauge when they're gonna, when the fish are going to start being landed, and then I try to be there and 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 get the rod back so that I can because usually if the fish are good size and we haven't really gone over that on this show if the fish are good size you want to cut off the hook and retie um, you know uh, I mean if you're catching you know small calico bass or something like that it's not necessarily required to retie uh, your hook after every fish but if you're catching tuna over 30 pounds and especially tuna over 50 pounds then you want to retie after every single fish, uh, you know, cut off, you know, a foot or so of line and retie, and then, you know, kind of between your thumb and forefinger, run your line up, you know, probably seven or eight feet to make sure that there's no nicks or, or abrasions. And then another another real indicator is, is uh, and I think they do this on purpose, uh, the, a lot of times the hull paint on the bottom of the boat is red, or sometimes blue or green, and if you suddenly see a you know a patch of your line a foot or two long that's that's red, that's a pretty indi- pretty good indicator that it rubbed on the bottom of the boat. You want to cut that out. So yeah, when I when I've got multiple rods out, I'm mentally thinking which one's going to be ready to be retied first, so that I can kind of keep the cycle going. Oh, cool. Yeah. And that's- yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, a lot of times what I do is I have, I mean, let's just say that we know, a lot of times you have an idea what size fish you're going to get into. You know, they're saying, well, yeah, the fish are running uh, 20 to 50, okay? Well, then you know what kind of rods to take. What I'll do is I'll double up on those type of rods. I, some, I have, in some cases, the same setup that can double it up. And the reason is that, you know, when they're biting, You've got to have a rod ready. That's not the time to be tying leaders or tying hooks. You know? And also, or, Sergio, or, let, let, me, let me interrupt, Sergio. Also, and not everybody's really great at tying knots, and the boat crews are happy to do it, but when the bite is going full speed and the crew is running around, gaffing fish, untangling, uh, you know, uh, tangles, et cetera, et cetera, they, they literally they just can't stop and, and retie your hook. So you need to make sure that you're ready to go with an extra one or be good at tying your own knots. Yeah, you know, that's that's yeah. one of the biggest things because, you know, I usually stay up until, you know, after midnight uh, helping and checking. And, you know, all you got to do is go to YouTube. They have so many good knot tying classes on there, and it helps everybody out. But doing it when there's a wide open bite is not the time. My point is learn one, do it well. Do it fast. So, just I mean, there's a there's a lot of different knots. The best knot is the one you know. Okay, so make sure you know it, you practice it, and just do that. Uh, <laughs> when when the deck when the deck is full of fish and going full bore, that's not the time to learn uh, how to tie a knot. Okay, or that's it, too late now. Okay, so you better yeah, know yeah, it before you get on. Too late. Yeah. Yeah, so that, 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 that would be my... Because you know what the funny thing is? We see it every year, same thing. They're, they're doing the same thing. They're just there, and you go, really, right now? <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, you know, I learned this one. I want, I'm trying... I go, and I, 
which one do you know? I know the, the San Diego. Okay, then just do a San Diego. Well, but I wanted to try a double San Diego. I wanted to try this one. I go, dude, they're biting. Put on a hook, bring your fish in, practice them later. But it's, it is what it is. It is what it is. Now, I don't, I don't want to diss freshwater fishermen because we, we spend the whole first half of the show talking about it. But a lot of people maybe grew up doing that or they moved from another area and they're doing that where, you know, you kind of get to the, the lake shore, you get to the stream, you can take your time. Um, you know, you have time. But saltwater fishing is a much, much faster. It's happening right now. Uh, you know, no time to waste kind of thing. So, so there is that contrast. And, um, yeah, I do notice that all the time. It's kind of like, oh, uh, the fish are biting right now. That right now is not the time to be getting ready. Okay, guys, we got about 30 seconds. Yeah. Sergio? Like the end of the show already? End of the show already? We're done. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Um, all I would say is be kind to one another, get your gear ready. It's going to be a great El Nino year. Okay, I'll say it. Okay, so, uh, you know, hats off to everybody. I'll see everybody Monday at Simply Fish between 3 and 8 p.m. It's off of Harbor and Adams there in Costa Mesa. Please come out and join us. We'll be there. Okay, uh, five hours stint right there. Everything that you order. Part of the proceeds go to fishes and men. Okay, to buy some more shoes. Absolutely, All guys. Right, like Sergio said, be kind. You got it. All right, take care, everybody. I'll see you next week. Well, folks, that's the show for this week. It's time to truck on out of the city and get outside in God's country. We'll see you next week on Angler Chronicles.